Good morning and welcome to Laurel Heights where we promise teaching and preaching from the text of Scripture. This morning, Matthew eleven twenty-eight, Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28. I'll meet you there in just a moment. Let me read the verse and then I'll introduce the study and then we will take up Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Come to me, Jesus said, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Imagine that you go to your mailbox and there are two pieces of mail. One is a notice from the IRS that you're going to be audited. The other is a fancy invitation to an enjoyable banquet for a friend. And you quickly open the banquet invitation and you are grateful and you immediately send out the RSVP. The IRS mail doesn't evoke the same response. In life we receive a variety of invitations. But they're not all the same, and are not all received with the same emotion. Jesus said, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I went to our mailbox a few weeks ago, and I suspect many of you received the same kind of mail that I receive from time to time. It says on the outside of the envelope, exclusive invitation, time sensitive. It was addressed to me. The outward appearance of the envelope seemed to be businesslike and professional, and the words exclusive invitation sounded like this was for me personally. But I could not delay in opening this envelope and responding because it said on the envelope, time sensitive. And so I opened it and it was not an invitation to a banquet. It was from a small loan company And it said, bring your car title in and we'll loan you $500. Apparently, they hadn't seen my car. All of us get this kind of mail and we have come up with an expression to describe it. We call it junk mail. Mass marketing designed on the outside to get your attention and cause you to think that this is for you and it's very special. And you open the envelope and you need to do something and buy something or lose something. So we have formed the habit to not even open some of these invitations. They go directly into the trash can. But here's an invitation that's not like that. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This 
is an exclusive invitation and it is time sensitive. We're going to talk about that this morning. This is exclusive because it says, come to me. Jesus said that. This invitation is not just to join a group, change your affiliation, log on to a website. This invitation is exclusive in terms of the inviter, Jesus Christ. When you read the Bible and there is an invitation or a promise or something attractive, you always consider the origin of that invitation. Where did that appeal come from? Who is inviting you? And in life, when you are invited, asked to do something, whether it's through the mail or phone or in person, you always consider the substance of the invitation in terms of who the inviter is. If somebody comes up to you, you don't even know who they are. You're in a parking lot on Walmart and they said, come to my house. You're probably not going to do that. Because we always consider the source of an invitation. For example, we know that the devil invites us to leave what is right and embrace what is wrong. The devil and his ministers and his operatives want us to compromise <coughs> and depart from the Bible. <coughs> depart from the Bible way of doing things and buy into human schemes and projects. The devil wants us to abandon marriages. He invites us to dishonesty and greed and malicious treatment of people and all the various forms of sin and disobedience. So when those invitations come, we consider the source. That's, that's coming from the devil. We know who the inviter is. And hopefully we toss those invitations promptly into the trash can. But this in Matthew eleven twenty eight is an exclusive invitation as to who the inviter is. Jesus Christ. He was with God and active in creation. He existed before his earthly life. He went about doing good. He was so totally devoted to God, he suffered at the hands of evil men. Many did not understand him or what he taught, what he did, because they didn't want to change. He was taken to the cross. He died there as atonement for those who would be willing to come to him to have rest from the hard labor of sin. What will you do with this invitation? I'm asking that we all consider who the inviter is as we process what our response ought to be to the invitation. The only begotten Son of God is saying to us, is saying to you, if you've never obeyed the gospel, come to me. This invitation is exclusive in another way because it is extended to all. 
One of the great features of the gospel of Christ is the gospel is for all. <coughs> Some religions are exclusive in the sense that just a few are invited, maybe just the elite, entering only if you have very unique and special qualifications to get into some churches. You have to bring documents and take tests and affirm your allegiance to some creed book written by men long ago. There are religious cults that in some cases demand that recruits sign away their assets and leave their families. There is intimidation and suspicion and interrogation to become a part of some religious groups and empires. There isn't anything in the Bible like that. There isn't anything in the Bible like that. Come confessing your sins willing to repent of those sins and be baptized and live by faith in Christ. No matter your background, your social class, your economic class, your education, rich or poor, black or white, American or not, come on. Come to Him. The gospel is for all. Because the gospel addresses a problem that everybody has. Sin. Sin is not just an American problem. It's not just a Mexican problem. A Canadian problem. It is the human problem. The gospel addresses the human problem with the remedy. Jesus Christ wants response to him. No background check, no waiting, no voting. You don't need to apply, fill out an application, submit a resume. Just say, I believe in Jesus Christ. I confess my faith in Him. I want to repent of my sins. I am giving up my sin. I want to be baptized and become a part of the Lord's church and live faithfully. God be merciful to me, a sinner. I'm tired of living in sin. I know I'm going to die someday. I want to glorify God and go to heaven. I want to be a good influence in my family and my community. I want to be a worker for the Lord. This invitation says, come on. The gospel is for all. This invitation is exclusive in the ones specified who can find relief and the kind of relief they can find. Those who labor and are heavy laden. I'll tell you folks, sin is a burden. Sin is not just a list of some bad things you've done. Sin is a burden when you depart from God transgress his will sin is a burden it weighs you down it covers you up with a business a life that isn't productive but is damaging sin is a hard master you become a slave to it there are no benefits no future no rest. Sin is there 
in your face, in your heart, in your life, day after day after day. And you know you're guilty. And you know you need to respond. And shame is something that you carry. It not be on the surface every day, but shame is something that you carry. It hurts you. It disgusts you. To do the same things over and over again that are that are wrong, and you know they're wrong, they're against the will of the Maker, but you continue to do them. That becomes a way of life, and it's wrong, and sometimes you just get tired of it. And Jesus says, I know you're tired. I know it's hard. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. We've all known people who lived awful, wasted lives in sin. We've talked to them. We've met them. And sometimes you meet people who've lived those kind of lives and you can hear that tone of exhaustion in what they say to you. And their demeanor. <clears throat> and yet... You know they're troubled and they say they're troubled and they finish the conversation and go right back into that life that is their trouble. Maybe you've seen video interviews of people who just honestly confess how bad it is to be addicted to drugs, alcohol, success, or some worthless endeavor exhausted and ready to change ready to rest from the taskmaster of sin but maybe not altogether there are those who are tired tired of acting against the knowledge they have they know what the gospel says they've heard the gospel over and over and over again they know who Jesus is and what he did. They know what the apostles said they ought to do. But they just wait and wait and wait. Sometimes they get tired of waiting. And they respond to the invitation. We have a song in our book. Why do you wait, dear sinner? Jesus says... I will give you rest. But he also says, learn of me. Now, I said earlier, <clears throat> no background check. You don't have to apply and qualify financially. But you have to open your mind. You have to be willing to read and listen and learn and know who Christ is. And become familiar with what he offers and what your response ought to be, not just in baptism, but the rest of your life. Christianity is a taught religion. Taught religion, not caught. It is a taught religion. You don't become a Christian automatically because your parents were Christians. 
You don't become a Christian and enjoy being right with God simply because you come to a building. Jesus said, learn of me. And this isn't about having perfect knowledge of everything in the Bible from Genesis through Revelation. I don't know anybody who has learned and can repeat and has in the memory bank of their head everything from Genesis through Revelation. We talk about daily Bible reading and people in their 80s and 90s and maybe beyond continue to read the Bible and make new discoveries and remember things they learned earlier. Learn of me. It's a process. We're talking about knowing who Jesus is and what he did and what God expects you to do with that information. Do you want to go to heaven? There is a learning requirement. This is an exclusive invitation. And then you get these invitations in the mail, such as the one I received illustrated earlier. And it says sometimes time sensitive and sometimes you'll get an email. Do not delay. Time sensitive. I want us to understand the invitation here in Matthew 11.28 is time sensitive. You don't have forever. Acts 17 30 and 31. The times of ignorance God overlooked, but now He commands all people everywhere to repent because He has fixed a day on which He will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom He has appointed, and of this He has given assurance to all by raising Him from the dead. Do you believe Jesus Christ arose from the dead? If you believe that, you need to believe this. And in Hebrews 9:27, it is appointed for man to die once, but after that comes judgment. May I remind us we were made from dust. Genesis 2 and verse 7. The Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living creature. So go outside sometime and pick up a handful of dust. Look at it and read this passage in Genesis 2, 7. Pick up a handful of dust and look at it and read this passage. God says to us, you were made of that. What you have in your hand is the raw material from which you were made. Genesis 2 and verse 7. Now, after sin entered, what is written in the next chapter? For you are dust and to dust you shall return. Got it? 
It is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment. The Bible says in Job 30 and verse 19, and Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 20, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. If you're going to respond to the Lord's invitation, you'll have to do it before you die. And you don't know when you're going to die. The invitation is time sensitive. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Do you believe that God is above all? That the Bible is his word, that Christ is his son, that sin is man's problem. You can be redeemed by the blood. Here's what the apostles of Christ said. Hearing that message, believe in Christ, repent of your sins, confess your faith in Christ and be baptized and then live faithfully. You ready to accept the invitation? Come while we stand together to sing.